Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Welcome to Johnny's Room with me, Faustina Safo. Coming up this afternoon, we'll take you to all the parts of the country. First of all, we'll start with President Kufado, who is taking a swipe at former President John Romani Mahama for questioning the integrity of the recently released West African Senior School Certificate Examination results. It is a pity, though, that the sad nature of aspects of contemporary Ghanaian politics drove some otherwise allegedly responsible people, including a former president and perennial presidential candidate, to question the integrity of the results, happily, without any foundation. We have details plus here from John Mahama, who is rejecting the proposal for a new date for the 2024 general elections. We in the NDC do not find a proposal for a change in date for elections from December to November as feasible nor helpful and will not be supporting safe as we do not believe that this is being proposed in good faith. Also in this bulletin, over 10,000 victims of a Kosovo Dam spillage in the North Thorn constituency still living in tents despite Two alternative housing projects sponsored by MP for the area, Samuel Okujetua Blakwa, to relocate at least 600 of them. The tent, uh, if you enter in the morning, you feel comfortable. And during the afternoon, there's so much heat, so you can't even stay in it. Yes, and even if it rained, last time it rained, the whole place was so disorganized. We're live on DSTV channel 421, GoTV channel 125. We're also on myjohnline.com and all our social media platforms where John is on TV. This is your home of independent, fearless, incredible journalism. Please stay for details. your election headquarters. Now, President Kufado has described as unfortunate comments by former President John Dramani Mahama questioning the authenticity of the recently released West African Senior High School Certificate Examination results. Well, according to him, some invigilators relax on the job as teachers aid students in answering questions. This comes after the Education Minister, Dr. Yawase Duchum, announced that this year's result was the best since 2015. We'll listen to the President shortly, but first, let's bring back the sound of John Dramani Mahama. 
What your exams are in many places, one checking quadano, they let the children cheat freely. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. The effect of this will be seen later. Because you certify these children, you say he's of this standard, either basic BC or SSC, and that child will use that certificate, go abroad to a school, and they'll find that in Ghana your qualification is not up to what you say it is. It is, it is going to affect this nation. The thing we are just doing it, anytime the results come, you say, oh, the children have performed better than they ever performed before. You know, and we all know what is happening in the system. But addressing the 187 speech and prize given day at Wesley Girls High School in Cape Coast, President Kufuado said the criticism lacks merit. It is a pity, though, that the sad nature of aspects of contemporary Ghanaian politics drove some otherwise allegedly responsible people, including a former president and perennial presidential candidate, to question the integrity of the results, happily, without any foundation, and attribute these results to cheating. Students of Wesley Girls High School, Wegehe Girls, do you cheat in examinations? I'm sure this loud no will send a strong message to those who express this unfortunate, misguided sentiment. Ladies and gentlemen, government intends to continue to deepen the education of our population so as to attain our industrialization objectives. This means that there will be increasing emphasis on science and technology education and technical and vocational training. The Accra STEM Academy, a school dedicated principally to the teaching and learning of science, technology, engineering and mathematics STEM, is almost complete and will be commissioned this year. The development of 20 STEM centers and 10 model STEM senior high schools across the country are at various stages of completion. Some of these schools have been operationalized and have been fitted with state-of-the-art equipment and laboratories to facilitate teaching and learning in all areas of study, including artificial intelligence and robotics. We intend to put STEM education in its central relevant place in our educational structure. And I have no doubt that alumina of Wesley Girls will distinguish themselves in the fields of artificial intelligence and robotics. And in so doing, we will not neglect the critical contribution of the humanities in the growth of our society and civilization. Indeed, it is being increasingly accepted that the best balance is not just STEM education, but actually STEAM, i.e. STEM plus the arts.
Well, we're still on politics because John Dramani Mahama has opposed the proposal for the December 7 general election to be held on November 7, 2024. He explained that the proposed change of date is not feasible as the Electoral Commission has not exhibited its preparedness to organize the elections in November. The former president was addressing a minority caucus workshop at the Volta Syrian Hotel in Ho. There's already indication that this government has begun, begun scheming to undermine the credibility of the elections. We have not failed to notice the sudden interest and the push by the Electoral Commission to shift the date of the elections from December 7th to November 7th. At a time when it has not demonstrated its readiness to conduct even the general election. The lack of preparedness was clearly manifest in the district assembly elections held in December last year. Elementary lapses and shocking logistical shortfalls painted a picture of a commission which is simply not able to undertake the elementary task of managing an election. One would have thought that the commission would spend its time to put its house in order and hold itself in full readiness for the assignment ahead rather than proposing bizarre changes to the voting calendar. Over a month into the election year, something as basic as a calendar of activities for the year has not yet been prepared by the Electoral Commission. As pointed out by our representatives at the IPAC, to which we have recently returned, the EC must concern itself with getting the basics right and ensuring full readiness for the election before seeking to buy what it does not need to chew. We in the NDC do not find a proposal for a change in date for elections from December to November as feasible nor helpful and will not be supporting say, as we do not believe that this is being proposed in good faith. I know that the minority leader has clearly articulated this position of non-support of the constitutional changes required to enable this to happen. Well, Mr. Mahama has also been encouraging Ghanaian youth to have lost interest in the voting process totally to rescind their decision. According to him, election presents them the opportunity to drop governments that have failed in their mandate. Mr. Mahama, who was addressing students of selected tertiary institutions in the northern region, also invited supporters of the MPP to join their course in the NDC to change government if they feel the current government has failed. We have elections this year. I meet a lot of young people and they tell me we are not going to vote. Of course, I know a lot of them are disappointed because they voted for some people who deceived them and raised their expectations so high. And so because of that, they say we are not going to vote because we are tired of voting. We don't see any difference. And I want to say to those people that you must punish those who disappointed you. Those who raised your expectation and said that they were going to turn Ghana into a paradise within a certain specified time frame and have disappointed you. You must punish them so that tomorrow somebody will come and do the same thing. And so, let's democratic process.
Because that is the only way you can effect change. Things won't change as long as you remain passive. If people come and take you for granted, and because of that you say you will vote, other people will vote. But then, you will not have solved the problem that you wanted to resolve by not voting. And so please, I expect all young people in this country to vote. Especially the disappointed NPP youth. Please vote your party out. So that they will go and do their homework again. Let's go on Zoom now and speak to Dr. Joseph Obeng. He is the president of the Ghana Traders Union. Now, they are proposing that the next government, should they come into power, they should be given a social contract with presidential candidates. And this agreement will be anchored on the candidates' economic agendas and manifesto pledges. Well, let's find out how this works. Dr. Obeng, explain to us how, how this social contract will work. Okay. Uh, please, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah. It's very important to know that during um, campaign times, um, politicians saw their manifestos, promises, and their intentions to the people of Ghana. The people of Ghana, therefore, um, look and weigh them and select the best of these manifestos, promises, or intentions. It is therefore very important for the politicians to know that whatever they had in their intention or promises or the manifestos is deemed a social contract um, with the people of Ghana and for that matter, they should also know that they are having an agreement or contract with us. And so, we are saying that this year's election, we are not going to take it as um, uh, uh, the business as usual. And that people are going to hold the next president of the Republic of Ghana accountable to his own words during the campaign times. That's why we are saying that we are going to make everything possible to make them give us the guarantees and the comfort. If even it should be true memorandum of understanding, then we will sign together and I'll urge all um, groupings in this country, all uh, stakeholders that the politicians uh, may um, approach to demand this um, MOU um, from them so that at least they will know that the Ghanaian voter um, is wisening up this time because I've said that this year's election is going to be intellectual based and we are going to do everything to make sure that the rightful person emerges as the uh, winner and then also make sure that whatever has been promised by saying is delivered. Mm. But is it the case that successive governments have failed in their mandates or policies regards to the Ghana um, Union of Traders. Is that why you're coming up with this initiative? And have you started engaging some of those prospective candidates? No. no. These have been the general impression for a long time that um, when, when politicians are campaigning, 
and then they have the uh, opportunity, then they, they fail on their promises. I think this is not the first time people are... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Thinking in these lines. And that's why we are saying that uh, because of these doubts, that we should also make sure. Because we know that all politicians, if they make up their mind uh, to rule the nation and then contest, they have good intentions. But when they assume um, um, leadership, that's where um, um, uh, uh, they do not um, fulfill some of the promises that they make. And so, we, of course, we can all, not all be um, politicians. And the fact that we are um, the uh, uh, normal citizens and the voters, we also deem it as we are doing the, this, the whole process together. And that if you give us this promise and then we also vote for you, it means that contract is sealed. So um, whatever was promised has to be delivered. It's a contract, social contract. And people have to start demanding this um, in order not for anybody to take us for granted. This is all that I'm saying. What are some yeah. of the clauses in this social contract which you'll be putting together? And what happens if this candidate fails to live up to the contract if they sign it? No. And so um, this is not going to be something that is going to be compulsory. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be um, something that uh, um, is going to be um, normal um, um, agreement that um, you you are going to sign with this, and so the fact that you are you are having the willingness to do that also shows your credibility. So it's not something that is going to be imposed on any politician, but then this is the, our intention as the business community that we need this social contract to be um, signed or have some kind of comfort and I, I guarantee this is exactly what we are demanding and that it will also be part of our um, credibility test. Definitely um, those who are willing and very serious that I mean to do this and I want to sign even a contract with you, it will, it will also add up um, to the person's credibility. So this is exactly what we intend doing. You know, um, um, I, um, when we went for the economic dialogue at the Movement for Change, I, I, I saw one important thing that I haven't even seen. The TUC have actually gone ahead to prepare their own manifesto to give it to the um, politicians who will come um, to them. This is they, I, I hardly see these things. It means that people are getting more serious about these things that we do um, um, uh, 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 every four years. So um, and we are not taking it uh, as business as usual. And that's, we, are, we all have to give them a pinch that whatever thing that you are telling us, we are going to hold it serious and that you you you, you will account for your words during your campaign time. I'm putting myself in the shoes of the politician. 
you make me sign a social contract, I come into power, I probably don't meet up to your expectations. What happens next? Would you prosecute me? Would you take me to court? No, the fact that um, you, you have to come back to the same people will mean that it will be your, your measure. The, uh, what people will use to measure you and assess you. So this is not something that is going to be um, um, uh, impository on anybody. We are not going to um, uh, force anybody into this. It's a credibility test that we are putting in that aspect. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. If save money was one of your New Year's resolutions, we have a shortcut for you. Download Mile IQ. Millions of drivers love Mile IQ. It's a simple app that automatically tracks your business miles for tax deductions and reimbursements. If you're not logging those miles, you could be missing out on a lot of money. On average, drivers who use Mile IQ deduct $10,400 a year. Manage employees who drive for work? Mile IQ for Teams tracks everyone's mileage in one place. We take care of miles so you can take care of business. Download Mile IQ today in the App Store or Google Play Store. Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now, but I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Right now at Macy's, find great Valentine's Day gift ideas like fragrance gift sets from Yves Saint Laurent, Armani, Carolina Herrera, and more. Plus, take an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card on top of 35 to 60% off fine jewelry she'll love and 25% off chocolate from Godiva. And get your Valentine's gifts even faster when you pick up in-store or curbside now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's new breakfast two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price of the contract. So the person who is that serious and who knows that definitely I'm going to deliver on my promises will definitely will have to um, um, put this as a test. This has never happened before, but we believe that some people are very genuine in, in some of the things that they are, um, the manifestos and the promises and their intentions, and that if they are very sure of their intentions, they, they wouldn't have any iota of doubt to sign a new contract if it is demanded from state codes. I don't think so. Mm. Thank you so much, Dr. Joseph, for being here. He is president of Guta.
We head now to the Norton constituency where about 10,000 victims of the spillage of Akosombo down in the constituency are still living in tents and other makeshift structures five months after the devastating flooding. This is according to Member of Parliament for the area, Samuel Okujetua who has facilitated the construction of two alternative housing schemes to house up to 600 people, but says a lot more help is required. Former President John Dramani Mahama, who is back in the parliamentary probe into the spillage, says government has been insensitive to the plight of the victims. There's more in this report by Kweku Asante. It's been five months since the floodgates of Yakosumbo Dam was opened, leaving in its wake devastation never seen in decades. So many people reduced to living in tents with their entire livelihoods wiped off. With the water now receded and the people trying to build back their lives, so much help is still needed. For now, the focus of MP for Nofton, one of the worst affected constituencies, Samuel Kujita Blackwa and his partners, is to relocate as many of the victims as possible and resettle them in decent accommodations. The MP has now opened the second alternative housing project to house at least 300 families. Have been able to mobilize those resources and put together this second housing project, which we are calling the North Door MP and Partners Safe Alternative Housing Initiative. From tonight, 300 people who are living in refugee like tents in Dagobe, in Agbetiko, in Aveime. In Dofwadidoma, in Fojoku, from tonight, they can have access to decent, modern accommodation. Dignity restored. The MP says it is unacceptable that government is failing to live up to its responsibilities. Waiting for the central government to commence the construction of resettlement homes. How long are people going to be living like refugees in their own country, in their own hometown? How long? How long are we going to be living in tents? Very soon, the rainy season will be upon us. Those tents cannot save us. So His Excellency Nana Dodanko Akufwado and Vice President Alaji Mahmoudou Baumia Remember your oath of office. Former President John Dramani Mahama, who is backing the parliamentary probe into the spillage of the Akosumbo Dam, is also accusing government of turning a blind eye to the plight of the victims. I, I urge the Speaker of Parliament, after he ruled that there should be a public inquiry, I urge him to go ahead and set up the committee, so that a bipartisan committee, so that it can hold a public inquiry. This inquiry must be televised so that the whole of Ghana can see it transparently in order that we know exactly what happened so that it will not be repeated again. Let me appeal to the President Nana Kupado and his Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya to be more responsive and sensitive to the plight of the victims of the Akosombo Dam spillage and immediately get to work to commence resettling the victims. The 
insensitivity of government to the plight of these victims is unacceptable. Chiefs in the area are helpless and furious. The Volta Regional House of Chiefs is calling on government and DRA for a complete resettlement of the impacted communities that have suffered as a result of what VRA did to us. More than 10,000 persons still have to be relocated to be moved away from shelters like these, which have been described as inhumane. The main challenge we have now is uh, accommodation, like we need proper structure. The tent, uh, if you enter in the morning, you feel comfortable. They do it the afternoon. There's so much heat, so you can't even stay in it. Yes, and even if it rained, last time it rained, the whole place was so disorganized. But at least while these people wait for their government to come to their aid after budgeting more than 200 million cities, Samuel Okujita, Blackwell and his partners are doing their bit to help ameliorate the suffering of the people and put them back to living decent lives. Reporting for Joy News, Kweku Asante, Mevet, Noftong, Volta Region. We shift our attention now to the labor front because there is ambiguity surrounding the University's Association of Ghana's potential industrial action against government. The union is at odds with government over what they describe as poor working conditions and has warned to lay down their tools if their demands are not met. To gauge support for the strike, a voting process has been conducted on campuses nationwide. Professor Mahmoud Akudugu is a national president of UTAG and he joins us now via Zoom to give us details of this process. Now, we know voting is concluded. What's the decision of the union as we speak? Good afternoon to you and to your viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, voting has been concluded across... <laughs> of UTAC and uh, in fact that this voting is not to declare a strike by the members rather the National Executive Council uh, um, are mandated to declare a strike if need be but before they could do that they need members to either endorse or otherwise so the voting was to authorize the National Executive Council to take a decision as to whether a strike action should be called or not. And um, this voting was also done at the backdrop of the slow pace of negotiations uh, for on our conditions of service. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think when we triggered the process, there was some intervention from people in authority, and the process has now been expedited. And as a result, the National Executive Council of the University Teachers Association of Ghana have decided to defer the decision to uh, declare a strike action. Mm. Interesting. So, so far, government is now heeding to your demands. Is that the case? Yeah, government is now... Um, I mean, I have shown commitment and goodwill in the negotiation processes, and we've, we've moved to uh, reach some agreements. There are a few outstanding items that 
uh, we are working on, and we believe that with the good faith demonstrated by both parties, we should be able to reach a makeable resolution uh, sooner than later, so that uh, we can take a firm decision that we are going to stay in the classrooms and ensure that academic work continues uh, as usual. But I want clarity. Are you suspending the strike action or you're totally eliminating it from the equation because government is now somewhat coming to the table? Because this is not the first time you're threatening to lay down your tools. Yes, um, as I said, members across the campuses, in fact, 82% of members across the campuses voted that we should uh, embark on a strike action if the the negotiation processes remain slow. And so, uh, to the extent that we have not yet completely concluded the negotiations, NEC in his wisdom decided that we should defer uh, that decision as to call a strike until we finally conclude the negotiations. We will believe we'll be able to do that uh, within the shortest possible time. Then a final decision can be made. So for now, the decision to uh, embark on a strike action as endorsed by members is suspended until further notice. When you say the nearest possible time, what timelines are you giving government? Because you're on the negotiation table. So what timelines have you agreed with government to enable them work on your demands? We believe we should be able to conclude by end of the month. Mm. And, and that is the timelines we are working with. By the end of this month, uh, we should be able to conclude everything and then uh, we can move on. Mm. Thank you so much, Professor Mahmoud. He is president of Utah for joining us here on John Newsroom. We're taking a quick breather. We'll be back with more stories. You stay tuned in. File over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex what? Alexa. Open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio. Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Dive into a new era of news consumption with myjoyonline.com, your go-to destination for cutting-edge journalism, giving you the most 
incredible stories from business to politics and from sports to entertainment. MyJoyOnline.com introduces an upgraded news website meticulously designed to empower you with an enriched browsing experience like never before. Experience the future of news browsing with MyJoyOnline.com. December is coming now, so be sure one was super yes, rough. So, here is your chance to win some mula in the game pack games mula for December promo in the easiest lottery to play and win in Ghana. Anyo and no one papa game pack. I cannot just take at least 10 Ghana cities in the game pack, pick one or pick four lottery for a chance to win concert tickets, free shopping vouchers worth 500 Ghana cities to clear the shelves of Melcom or to buy a coconut. Marcus here at KFC. <laughs> Everybody can win. So stake 10 Ghana cities or more today and get your mula for December. Times and conditions apply. Game Park Games. More mula, more power. <laughs> Thanks for staying with us. Now, some youth in Asawasi constituency are advocating the completion of three astroturf projects initiative, initiated by the present government. Well, according to them, the government had assured the construction of these projects with the aim of nurturing local talents. Unfortunately, their aspirations have been crushed as construction has come to a halt, causing a once vibrant football culture to fade away. Join News' Mahmoud Mohamed Nuruddin has more in the following report. We have about three pitches in Aswansi, which have been abandoned, Highlanders, Abu School Park, and that one we are standing behind as I'm speaking now. Our in a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Right now at Macy's, find great Valentine's Day gift ideas like fragrance gift sets from Yves Saint Laurent, Armani, Carolina Herrera, and more. Plus, take an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card on top of 35 to 60% off fine jewelry she'll love and 25% off chocolate from Godiva. And get your Valentine's gifts even faster when you pick up in-store or curbside now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And dream is to have these parks being built so that we can have more players in our community because as once have produced a lot of players, some of the players that we have produced are like somebody like Dogomoro, we have Ishak Debra, Fadima Jerry, and even as I'm speaking now, we have some of the young players like Franklin Champo, a black star player. The, the, sword, uh, the sword has been cut. So we know when the sword is cut from a government project, it needs to be completed. But per the documentation as we heard, that everything is complete, but looking at the surrounding, nothing shows. 
We know government control how it goes. We have faces of it. Okay, but the documentation they say is complete, but we don't know. Uh, the place has been like this, and the youth don't have place to train, so they usually play the uh, football. So as you can see, some of the nets have all, all torn down due to, I mean, one or two things. So it's a big debt to the uh, country again. Which we have to renovate again. So. Sawasi, a constituency rich in talent and dreams, but hidden beneath the shadows of neglect, lies a symbol of broken promises and unfulfilled potential. So we feel very discriminated in a situation whereby this is started before others, the likes of the Chamsu, Bantama, and others. They've seen this way after this has been started by still this has been completed and it's even been patronized and we are the same set people that are using those facilities uh, so we have uh, our elders who went to the uh, municipal to inquire they, they came with a feedback that the pitch has been done since it completed that that is what they told us that is what our elders told us that there's no there's nothing to be done again because the pitch has been done already so we have made some feedbacks, we did some demonstrations, let me say two, three times, and yet uh, nothing seems to be happening. So we don't know what to do again. That's why we are pleading to the right authorities to take charge. The astroteps, which were expected to be the heartbeat of the community, now echo the silence of neglect. How? First one, Yadika Islanders, and I join us, Sisi Koshi Islanders, Yabuabua. Abuboni in an alcohol one side, and I'm out for Bobolo one side. Say, Edu cry, no honum, Uqua, Ubuse, I deny a bassa. I didn't say I was a bassa because of Zongo, Zongo, in Penufa, I was Zongo, or moon like Basso the Kishi Zongo, or moon near Akuma and Mazongo, or moon near Akuma Mazongo. Yasai Allendes, Chanso, the same thing. I didn't know what I was saying, but I'm telling yes, Remo, we need him. Monsor engine now, no more Mazongo, and Drew Baby, and Maya. Nay, I can also know you are Bumudi, may I catch a moya de pa. And my always Emma, I say, ye be a noir, may a dimo at him, and I say, ye can see him from H. Remo, a Started by the MPP government, the Astrotefs were hailed as a game changer for the Swazi's footballing community. But as the years passed, the promises faded and the fields fell into disrepair. Since the beginning of this administration, I mean the current MPP government, which I'm part, know any project that had been started concerning training facilities, they are able to finish it. Because and even even before the commencement commencement of this project, you know definitely this is what is going to happen. Because when you go to our cream school, which is near 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 to here, they have started one. The, the complaint is the same thing. The complaint is the same thing. No fan, no fan, no fan. So we are pleading on the behalf of the authorities to help us construct this path for us so that we can get more and enough talent in our community. Because as of now, um, football 
helps our community a lot. There is a growing discontent among the youth as they grapple with the consequences of the abandoned projects. As the people of Asawasi continue to wait for action, the fate of the abandoned astroteths remains uncertain. Will they ever fulfill their promise of nurturing local talent and providing opportunities for the community, or will they remain as reminders of unfulfilled dreams? A report by Mohamed Nuruddin. United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification and Drought has revealed that 40% of the planet is degraded, impacting half of the global population. It emphasized the crucial role of land in regulating the planet's climate and highlights the high level of land degradation, posing risks to the ecosystem and people's lives. Well, these insights were shared during a local steering committee meeting on the Ghana Landscape Restoration and Small Scale Mining Project in Wam. Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafik Salam reports. The chief of the Ghana Landscape Restoration and Small Scale Mining Project, GLSSRMP, which is a World Bank and Government of Ghana project, is to strengthen integrated natural resources management and increase benefits to communities in the targeted degraded savannah forest landscape. The over $100 million funded project will contribute to, among others, regularized small-scale and artisanal mining, probably known as Galamse, while protecting livelihoods and creating jobs. The project is being implemented in four regions in the Savannah Gulf of the country, with 12 districts benefiting. A local steering committee meeting was held for participants that included district chief executives, coordinating directors, officials of the Mineral and Forestry Commissions and the Environmental Protection Agency. The aim of the steering committee meeting is to brief participants on the project and highlight the activities being carried out. It will also provide the participants the opportunity to make the necessary inputs to ensure in that the project is implemented successfully. United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification and Drought, UNCCD, National Focal Point, Asha Inkagwe opined that land is the foundation of humans and play a key role in regulating the planet's climate. Asha Inkagwe is therefore worried that up to 40% of the planet is degraded, thus affecting half of the world's population. Since 2000, the number and duration of drought has increased by 20, 29%, representing a severe risk to ecosystems and people's livelihoods. Mr. Chairman, whether we are talking about climate change, biodiversity loss, desertification, or food, food crisis, soil quality plays a central role for meeting these global challenges. He laid bare some of the activities they have embarked on the project. Currently, we're doing site identification environmental and social assessments of proposed sites for the construction of 20, 21 water points. That is water holes, dugouts and weirs in Dija, Mali, Bele and Western Wildlife Corridor. Other facilities include the construction of the Wadawa processing and training centers game viewing platforms and also we are going to construct quarters 
for Wildlife Division and Forestry Services Division at Tilly in the Boku West District in the Upper East Region. Uh, Minister, Dr. Aviz Bin Sali, in his speech read on his behalf by Chief Director at the Upper West Region Coordinating Council, Peter M. Mala, lauded the organization of the local steering committee meeting, stating that it is crucial in the determination of the success of the project. As we are all aware, the northern regions are predominantly rural and constantly confronted with rampant bushfires, population pressures, illegal mining, popularly known as Galamse, unsustainable farming practices, and indiscriminate failure for charcoal production. All these unfriendly environmental activities contribute to land degradation and desertification. Some of the participants shared their thoughts on the project. So I want to appeal to the Forest Commission and Wildlife Division that. Let's walk our talk. We cannot come here and talk about how to prevent these things. And then we have seen them doing it and no action is taken. From that enclave, the hunting activity is so high. And the worst thing is that we are talking about how to control bushfires. These people burn and these animals count and they kill. So these are two crimes that they are causing. So for all, I want to commend this project for the development so far. I really feel like a steering committee member because all the comments we presented meeting after meeting are consciously being incorporated. So I want to commend you, Mr. Nkegbe, and your team. Reporting for the News, Rafik Salam. Wah! We shift our attention now to the health front. Max up and stay hydrated. That's the caution from the Ghana Medical Association as they note an increase in the intensity of the Hamilton resulting in dusty weather conditions across the country. This warning comes as both the Environmental Protection Agency and the Meteorological Services confirm the rise in dust levels. General Secretary of the Association, Richard Salome, says the heightened dust and dry weather condition could pose significant health risks. Well, um, I do not have specific statistics or offhand, but a lot of our colleagues have been reporting people coming to hospitals with uh, uh, difficulty in breathing, some are complaining of sorties, some are complaining of, uh, or to the extent of getting patients also reporting with uh, uh, exacerbation of their asthma as well as some allergic reactions, and then also people who who, who have some eye irritations from the dust. So there are, there are various reports, we are seeing kids also falling ill uh, from these dust particles, cough and other things. Of course, as I said, uh, there are various, depending on where this dust, what we are calling dust is, mm-hmm. uh, there may be other elements within the dust particle uh, which may exacerbate. In some instances as well, for example, many roads are untied across the country where drivers are driving on these and then stirring up more dust. Some of these are in the landscape areas, some of these are in areas where chemicals are being dusted indiscriminately, and some of these may settle on skin and then lead to some irritation as well. At this critical moment, what the infection that they may likely contract due to the poor air quality? Well, um, let me also add quickly that the weather is not just dust, but it's also quite dry. And so people are prone to 
dehydration as well. Mm. And so, uh, beyond that too, is the reduced visibility across the country on, on roads. When you wake up, this fog mixed with the dust, and this is, is a serious concern because this then to increase the, the risk for accidents across our roads and also bushfires. Now, what can we do as a public? Uh, majority of the effect is on the airway, and that is why we advise the wearing of masks as much as possible, especially when we are outdoors. We also encourage that outdoor activities should be minimized to the barest minimum. You have funerals being organized on school parks, which are not uh, uh, grass, and even if it is grass, the grasses are dry, and in this occasion, stirs up a lot of dust. You also have kids who go to school and have to engage in physical activities outside. We encourage that those activities should be reduced to the minimum and replaced by other activities. Government has been urged to prioritize domestic immunization financing and programs in order to decrease the number of zero-dose children and boost immunization coverage, reducing preventable deaths. Programs Director of Hope for Future Generations, a non-governmental organization, emphasized that such action is crucial for maintaining the progress achieved in vaccine-preventable disease coverage since 1972. And as Sabit has more in this report. Even though Ghana's immunization coverage of one-year-olds using the three dose of pentavalent as proxy exceeded international benchmarks to 99.4% in the year 2021, the government's inconsistency in honoring its annual obligation towards vaccine procurement is worrying and this cold erode the gains made and as part of efforts aimed at increasing domestic resource mobilization for immunization by the government, Hope for Future Generation is holding a one-day sensitization meeting with some selected primaries in the Bono for Enclave to empower them on the need to undertake immunization financing advocacy and community sensitization on new vaccines. Nancy Ansai is the Director of Programs at Hope for Future Generation. It's very, very important that government increases domestic resource mobilization for immunization to ensure that we always have vaccines and all that we need for immunization. We are also talking about the timely payment of the co-financing obligations of government. So that is why we came here. We met our queen mothers today and we have sensitized them. We all know that they have a big platform. They have a very strong voice when they talk. There are communities here when they talk, government also hears. And therefore, they will add their voice uh, you know, to this um, advocacy project. Member of Parliament for Tichiman North, Elizabeth Ovusu Ejari, under whose jurisdiction the capacity building workshop was held, lauded the move by the organization and admonished the Queen Mothers to champion this cause across their respective traditional areas. Today I'm very excited that this project is going on in my constituency. So I think it's a very good thing. It is just trying to sensitize all of us to speak to government again. This workshop has been useful to the Queen Mothers who came because of the communication skills and the advocacy skills that have been taught here. Because in their line of business, Queen Mothers are supposed to communicate their policies and traditions and the things that they need to do to the people. Now they've been told how to communicate and communicate effectively. So I think it's a two-pronged approach and it's going to be very useful. For the Queen Mothers who were taken through this capacity building session, the move would go a long way to promote immunization advocacy as well as help promote the health of the populace. Anna Sabit, Joy News.
DND fellow at CDD Ghana, Kwame Asiedu Sapong, has disagreed with Kofi Bento's assertion that Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia deserves an opportunity to govern the country. Sapong argues on Newsfile that both Baumia and John Mahama should be given a fair hearing as both had lapses in the administration. I have no problem with him running with those successes. But the perception of the citizenry has it changed as a result of what he's done? Is it not right for him to be telling us why, in, in spite of all these changes, mm. corruption is perceived to have gotten worse? Is that, is that not a justified position to hold? And is it not right for some of us to demand that he give us an understanding of why corruption is perceived to be worse, even though he claims to have that all the Okay. So as far as you are concerned from where you sit in civil society and as an individual, unlike what Kofi Bento sees into the future, as far as Baumia is concerned, Ghanaians should rather give the opportunity to Mahama and not Baumia. Is that the case? At this point, I've been, I've been clear with anyone who is listening to me. I haven't taken a position. But I, I, my position is similar to Kofi in saying that if you tell me that Baumia should be given, Vice President Baumia should be given a fair hearing, then former President Mahama should be given a fair hearing too. Because both of them have skeletons in their cupboard. Mm. And the key thing for me, which made me choose Manado over former President Mahama, was corruption perception. And he's made it worse. And he's now telling me that his vice president, who is his co-driver, should take over from him. Mm. And I hear my friend Kofi Benso then tell me, let's give the co-driver a fair hearing. And I'm saying, Kofi, we agree on most things. But on this occasion, I take a different view. Let's give them both a fair hearing. All right. And that's my position. All right. Well, that's it for John Newsroom. For more news, please log on to myjohnline.com. My name is Postman Sako. Up next is The Law with Samson Ladian.